The OCD and Anxiety Podcast by Robert James Coaching. Hello and welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Podcast, where we explore how to have a more positive relationship with anxiety disorders taking back control so that you can start living the life you choose and not the one chosen by your fears. Hello and welcome to episode 33. Uh, This week's episode is coming live from my camper van in the Pyrenees. Um, We managed to get away from Barcelona for the weekend and here we are. So... Before we get going, if you are looking for help with OCD and anxiety, you can head over to my website, www.robertjanescoaching.com, and there you can find my free mini course for OCD and anxiety, uh, which is packed full of loads of really helpful um, resources and tips. Uh, It's made up of six uh, different videos where I tell you about my story of OCD um, and how how I overcame it. Um, So to get that, all you need to do is head over to the website and sign up for the uh, newsletter. So today's episode is about confidence and anxiety. This is a really big one. Um, the, the two things obviously go together. Uh, when you really struggle with anxiety, it can take a, a big toll on on how you feel about yourself and your, your confidence. So I think this is a really important one. I know many people struggle uh, with this area. So hopefully you'll find this helpful. If you have any questions, do please let me know. And I hope you enjoy. Many thanks. I know from personal experience just uh, just how frustrating anxiety can be and how much it can really knock you down and make you feel like you're insignificant, like you're out of control. Um, you know, it can really feel like you, you have lost all your confidence because in so many situations, the only thing that you can think about is the anxiety or the obsessions that you're really struggling with. And it's perfectly normal that this would, you know, really start to to bother you and, uh, you know, make it harder for you to enjoy things that maybe you previously really had. I'm here, though, to tell you that you can deal with this and that you can build your confidence back, even if uh, anxiety is really, uh, you really feel like it's taken over. The truth is that you don't have to be a victim of anxiety. You don't have to suffer that powerless feeling that we, we all get when anxiety kind of, it feels like it's taken control of our lives. If I did it, then you guys can too. So let's uh, let's start off by exploring a little bit more about what confidence actually is. And I've actually just written a, a blog about confidence and anxiety. So I'm gonna I'm gonna read a little bit from from that blog, and then discuss some of the points that that I make. We often think, as with many things, that confidence is something we're born with. Either you have it or you don't. And if you don't, then you're always going to struggle. Or perhaps you feel that you you used to be confident until you started to experience anxiety. This, though, is black and white thinking, a term taken from cognitive behavioural therapy, CBT, to explain a type of thinking that only sees things from one particular perspective, and usually a negative one. When it comes to confidence, and most other things in life, uh, thinking like this is misleading, as we tend to blind ourselves to any evidence that counters the negative story we tell ourselves. Well, I'm here to tell you that that we can break free of this kind of thinking and build our confidence at any point in our lives. 
I think this is uh, an important point because, you know, when we're really struggling with anxiety, um, you know, maybe you've been struggling with it for a long, long time. And you can kind of think, well, I'm too old to, to overcome this now, you know, like if I wanted to deal with this, I should have done it when I was younger. Uh, and it's just not true. We can overcome anxiety at any age and we can build confidence in ourselves again at any age. So even if you've been struggling with with this for a long time and you really feel, you know, since you were a little kid that you've never had confidence, um, try and stick with me because uh, I really do believe that the methods I'm going to discuss uh, will really help with this. Now, one of the problems I think um, that, that there is with self-confidence is people often have uh, a misleading conception of what self-confidence actually is. And certainly I fell into that category in the past. Um, Self-confidence does not mean that you have an absence of fear. Fear is something that we all have to deal with. And it's true that some people, for whatever reason, uh, you know, they have less fear than other people. Uh, And some people, you know, people generally who struggle with anxiety tend to have more fear. Um, But self-confidence has got nothing to do with that. True self-confidence is still doing the things that are really important to you in your life, the things that you value the most, despite um, the fear that you have about those things. And when you can keep doing that, when you can keep doing the things that are important to you despite your fears, that's when you build true self-confidence. So back back to the blog for a second. What is real confidence? Does it differ from self-esteem? The dictionary uh, Merriam-Webster defines confidence as confidence in oneself, in one's powers and abilities. I like this definition as it talks about power. In my book, a huge part of the problem with anxiety disorders is that they rob us of our personal power. We feel pushed around by the anxiety and this has a big impact on our confidence. So if self-confidence is uh, being confident in your talents and your ability to face fear, self-esteem, on the other hand, is how you feel about yourself. Whether you think you are a good person, for example, whether you think you are um, successful. And sometimes, though, the the problem with self-esteem is that it comes from the external. And anything that comes from outside of ourselves is quite volatile. Um, for example, to to judge how successful we think we, we are, we often look at um, the people around us and try to judge our position uh, in relation to them. And the problem, though, with this is that we can't control what other people are doing. And we are in, in danger of constantly uh, competing with others just to feel that, that sense of self-worth. And although this can create motivation and change, it's not really a good strategy to always... Uh, be thinking in this way as you know it's very difficult for us to to win there's always somebody who's going to be doing better than than we are if though we focus on self-confidence this is actually coming from the inside we don't need external validation for self-confidence and the good news is that we can easily grow real confidence by taking positive action uh, despite our anxieties often telling us to do the opposite now, a really big uh, part of this actually is is our values, getting in touch with our values and the things that are most important to us in our lives. And the reason here is because in, it's my personal belief that when we really struggle with anxiety disorders like OCD, uh, generalized anxiety disorder, social anxiety, all of these kinds of things, 
what's really going on is that we've become remote from our values, uh, the things that are really important to us. We've, you know, we're maybe not on our uh, on our path anymore. Uh, because you know the the fear that we're experiencing has become such a central part of our um, of our lives that sometimes we feel that we're not able to do the things that we really want to do, and you know this is such a shame because when we don't do those things, it starts to take away our self belief and our confidence, and I truly believe that it, this has definitely impacted me hugely. Uh, when I was really struggling, I was not. I was not in tune with my values. I was not on my path at all. And actually, uh, a big a big part of the reason I am where I am today is because I reconnected with values and I got myself back on that path. And that really started to improve uh, my, my confidence. So what are values? Well, you can think of values as being like the points on a compass. You can walk in the direction of north but you can never actually arrive at a place called North. And the good news is, though, that you will be on your path. So in, uh, in comparison, then, to values, uh, goals are slightly different. Goals are actually things that you can arrive to. Um, you, so you can think of goals as if you're on a journey and you're walking towards North. Obviously, you're going to make stop-offs along the way. And those stop-offs are, are your goals as you're traveling in the direction of north. So how does this actually build confidence? Well, as I was just saying earlier, our, our confidence is damaged when we don't do the things that are most important to us due to, due to our fears. But if we can do the opposite, then we start to feel a lot more confidence. So... By taking the time to work out our values and setting achievable goals that are linked to them, we start to take daily action towards our values. And this is empowering. Sometimes we may be scared of some of the things we need to do, but our values can give us the motivation to push past this fear and keep going anyway. It may not be straightforward, but this approach truly works. I still use it today to keep pushing myself for example, um, you know, starting this podcast, uh, initially it was not an easy thing to do. Um, interviewing people, arranging the interviews, and then actually doing the podcast themselves. Uh, it was at first, you know, quite difficult and I would get quite a lot of anxiety and anticipation anxiety before before recording the podcast. And I would try to put it off and try to do something else. But I kept coming back because, you know, I'd highlighted it as being, uh, you know, related to many of my different values, creativity, um, uh, challenge, um, caring for others, all of these different values that are important to me. And so, you know, it was it was a clear goal that I'd set for myself in relation to these values. And so I kept coming back and I kept pushing myself to do it. And over time, taking this kind of approach, it really builds inner strength and, and belief. And yeah, of course, you might have some setbacks along the way. We all do. But over time, as long as you keep plugging away, you will be able to find uh, that you can overcome these obstacles and that you really can um, build true confidence, which is so much better than fickle self-esteem. So how do you actually do it? Well, the first, uh, the first step that you, you need to take is obviously to, to work out what your, your values are. 
And to do that, I mean, I recommend going over to um, thehappinesstrap.com uh, because there they've got loads of resources on values. So you can head over there. Uh, you can find a list of values. And what you need to do is just go through that list and mark off the ones that really speak to you. Um, and once you've done that, you need to go through it again and you need to try to mark off 10 values, your top your top 10. Now, <laughs> if you're anything like me, you may find that you uh, you get quite perfectionistic about choosing your values. Now, the important thing with this is to kind of let that be there in, in the background. Try not to worry too much about whether the values are your exact perfect values or not. Just choose 10 that you like for now. And if you want to change them in the future, that's absolutely fine. But you just need 10 to start with. If you want to choose 11, that's also fine. Or 12, the same. You know, just choose them for now. Next up, um, once you have your values, what you need to start doing is actually creating some some goals for them. Now, I would start with just choosing two values because what you don't want to do is overload yourself with too many things to do because often when we overload ourselves, um, you know, we can actually end up giving up on doing something because we've got so much to do. We just think, oh, I, I can never achieve that. And so we just give up on the whole thing. So just start with one or or maximum two values and sit down and actually start with long-term goals. What are some long-term goals that you could achieve that are related to these values? Once you um, have those, then have a little think about what are some medium-term goals that are going to help you to um, to achieve those long-term goals. And then again, once you've done that, work out the short-term goals that you can start to take that are going to help you to achieve those medium-term goals. Um, now, when you do this, I mean, what I like to do or what um, some of my clients like to do is actually just to, to write this all down in a visual way and then display it somewhere or maybe you can put it in a diary or maybe you can you can have a digital kind of copy of all this. Um, it's a really good thing though. To, to It's a really good idea to keep kind of checking it each day and actually crossing things off. If you're making progress and you're doing things, then it's fantastic if you can cross it off because you start to see, ah, yes, I'm making progress. I'm actually beginning to uh, to do some of the, the things on my list. And as I, as I was saying before, this creates this amazing feeling where you're like, yes, I'm living my life by my values. I'm achieving things. And, you know, you may have some things that are going to give you some fear that you might have to kind of push past, but you know that you can do that. And having having the, uh, you know, because you're working towards values, that gives you the, the motivation to push past um, that fear. Uh, something else that you could try doing related to this is often in the morning when I get up, I like to write down uh, three um, goals that I want to achieve that morning. And, uh, you know, I have a look at my kind of, you know, my long term goals and think about maybe the short term goals that I have related to those. Are there any things I can do today that are related to them so I can get moving in the morning, uh, already working towards my values? And it really does, you know, it really does work. Experiencing anxiety problems doesn't have to mean that, you know, you have to go through life with low self confidence. 
um, you can take back that power. And, you know, it really is down to you. If you want to do it, you can commit to, to this kind of approach. And it really does. It really does work. It works for me and it can work for you. Um, I hope you found that helpful, guys. If you have any questions at all, please do let me know. And um, if you found today's show, uh, you know, interesting and helpful, it would be amazing if you could give us a a five-star review on iTunes and uh, if you can follow as well. Many thanks. Remember, if you want to know more about me, you can check me out on Instagram, Robert James Coaching UK. You can go and join the Facebook group if you like, the Robert James Coaching Anxiety and OCD Support Group. And also you can check out my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com. Many thanks. And now just a quick reminder of my disclaimer. Any information that you view on my website, Instagram page, Facebook group, or anywhere else online, or any information that you listen to on the podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for actual medical or mental health advice from a doctor, psychologist or any other medical or mental health professional.